here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, educator, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode one. Thank you so much for tuning in. And in this episode, we are going to be covering how to run stronger and healthier without injuries, or what I like to call the spark blueprint. So we're really going to be getting into how to remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running. So do you have big goals and want to start running? Or have you been frustrated in the past that whenever you start running, you just get injured and have to stop? Do you think your body is getting too old for running? So right now for this first episode of the podcast, I'm super pumped to be covering this topic, which is the blueprint on remaining active, getting stronger, and healing from injuries without being told to stop running. What I'm going to be covering is the SPARK method, which will include five K tips to help you create a healthy life for yourself so you can continue running, hitting PRs well into your 40s and 50s. What I'm going to be sharing with you is what I've learned through my journey as an adult onset runner over the past eight years, as well as working with hundreds of runners over my 16-year career as a sport physical therapist. For more information and background on that, head over to the introduction episode in which I get a little bit more in depth and detail to where my story has come from and my experiences and my thoughts, my mindset on running and staying healthy as a runner. So the foundation we're going to be covering today is going to be including training in order to run. So you need to train in order to run successfully. So running should not be your only form of exercise or only form of training. The first tip that I'm going to share with you, we're going to really be talking about five tips for healthy running. All right. And this is really honestly the foundation that is going to be all subsequent episodes from this point. And they will relate back to this kind of spark blueprint or this foundation that is going to keep you healthy as a runner. So the first tip for healthy running is if we're using the spark method, the S of spark is going to be strengthening. We're going to really strengthen your running muscles. And this is very important for you as a runner. Now, what muscles am I talking about in no particular order? Those muscles would be your glutes. So your glute max, so that's your hip extensor your side hip muscles, which are your hip abductors, or your gluteus medius muscle, your deep hip rotator muscles, so that's muscle number three, for those keeping it track. So that would be your external rotators, such as your piriformis muscle, if you've ever heard about that one, which is a very common muscle. The quad muscle, so the muscle in the front of your thigh, and then also your calf muscles. These are very important for you as a runner Um, as you are running. So think about to yourself, are you currently doing strength training for those muscles? And if you're not, 
then you definitely want to tune in to episode number two in which we're going to take a deep dive into why you should be strengthening those muscles and I will give you particular examples of how to strengthen those muscles as well as video links on my YouTube channel to teach you how to train and strengthen those muscles. So that was tip number one is that we need to strengthen your running muscles. Tip number two, this is the P in Spark, is going to be adding in plyometrics. So plyometric training or what we call jump training into your program. Every step you take as a runner, you are contracting your running muscles, your foot's hitting the ground, your foot is responding to the ground and reacting. Your muscles constantly lengthen, they stretch, and then they contract. They stretch and contract. So right now, if you're listening to this while you're running, that's where your muscles are doing, and they spring back up off of the ground. So why not train them to be most efficient and train them in the way that you're actually using them for running. So if you want to learn more about this topic, we're going to be taking a deep dive in that topic in episode three, and we're really going to be covering three benefits to adding jump training or plyometric training into your training and your workouts. One of the biggest benefits is going to really be being more efficient and economical as a runner. So if you're looking to be more efficient and economical, then you're going to want to listen to that episode. We're going to also talk about how jump training can help reduce injury by strengthening your muscles and your tendons. And then we're going to be talking about how jump training can actually increase and improve your speed so you don't fatigue out later in a race. So the third tip as part of the Spark Blueprint is going to be the A in Spark, and it's going to be adding in weight-bearing and single-leg exercises. So these are especially important if you, when you work out, you go to the gym and you maybe do some machines and you kind of sit in the machine and you're kicking your leg up to strengthen your quads, or you're sitting in the machine, you're curling your knee down to strengthen your hamstrings. So those are good isolation exercises to strengthen your muscles in your legs, but you do want to train your muscles and especially those running muscles that we talked about in tip number one with your foot on the ground. So if you're doing and doing these exercises with your foot on the ground, you're going to use them like how they're used when you're running. So think about single leg squats, lunges, step downs, And it really makes the exercise a little bit more specific to the actual training you're doing when you're running. So in episode four, we're really going to outline five benefits of adding in single leg exercises. And we'll go into those in depth. But basically, I'll outline those five benefits right now of if you train with your foot on the ground on one leg, the benefits are going to be you can work multiple joints at the same time. So you're getting multi-joint involvement as well as moving in multiple planes of movement. So you're not just doing one single plane of movement like you would be sitting on that quad machine in the gym. The second benefit is going to really be co-contraction of your muscles to improve your joint stability. So especially if you're someone who has weak ankles or you have a history of knee problems and you have knee pain, doing squats, for example, will help get that co-contraction of your quad muscle and your hamstring muscle to help stabilize your knee joint. 
So then you can run a little bit more efficiently with putting less stress to your knee. Third benefit we're going to get into is improving your balance and postural control. So the better balanced you are on one leg when you're running, then the more efficient you're going to be. The fourth benefit we're going to talk about is bone health, which is especially important for you female runners out there, um, especially if you are postmenopausal. So we're really going to talk about the benefits of the weight bearing for bone health. And then lastly, the fifth benefit is going to be that these weight bearing exercises, especially on one leg, are going to be more functional. So they're functionally oriented. You can do exercises that actually mimic what you do when you run. And in this episode, number four, we're really going to be giving you specific examples of three exercises that I love to add into prehab programs for the runners that I work with. And this will help allow you to train on one leg with your foot on the ground and add in some of these exercises to your training. Okay, tip number four. This is the R in Spark. We're going to add in routine self-mobility and soft tissue care. So self-mobility exercises, whether we're talking about kind of muscle release exercises using a foam roller, a lacrosse ball, or stretching exercises for your muscles that you're working on when you're running. So when you are running, you are contracting your muscles over and over again. Your muscles get tight because they're constantly being used. And if you don't restore them back to their resting length, then they will get tighter over time. That could and may be a contributing factor to some of the common running injuries that I see in, the, in my clinic, which, you know, Achilles tendinopathy, plantar fasciitis is just to name a few. In this fifth episode of the podcast, we're going to get into four types of routine self-mobility and soft tissue care that you can perform or seek medical attention for. We're going to get into foam rolling and what does foam rolling do? What are the benefits? What are some examples of foam rolling? And right now, as a little teaser, if you want to, head over to our YouTube channel at Spark Your Training, all one word, and you can find a playlist that I created just for you containing all the foam rolling exercises that you can do for your legs. Um, Also, a nice little tip for your mid-back as well, for those of you who work at a desk all day and then you are heading out for a run later on. It would be good to roll that mid-back out to reverse some of your sitting postural um, abnormalities that you're kind of reverse some of that sitting slouch posture. Then after foam rolling, we're going to get into stretching and the controversy of stretching. Should you be stretching? What types of stretching should you be performing? Should you be doing dynamic stretching, static stretching? What's the difference? When should you be performing it? So we're going to really get in depth into adding in some type of stretching into your program, as well as some of you might be doing too much stretching. And you really need to think about tip number one, two, and three at strengthening your running muscles, adding in plyometric exercises for those running muscles, and then also training on one leg with your foot on the ground. So we're going to get all into everything about stretching. And then we're going to talk about two treatments that you can seek from a medical provider, which have been relatively new um, within the last decade or two in our profession that has, I know, helped me 
help a lot of the runners that I work with. And the first is going to be instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization, or we call that IASTM. The most common form that you may have heard about is called the Graston Technique. And that's the coursework that I've went to. Um, and we will talk about what these instruments or tools um, do. They're stainless steel instruments and how they can help your muscles. We'll also talk about massage and massage therapy for your muscles. And then we're going to get into another newer intervention that we do with our clients is dry needling. And what is dry needling? Is it acupuncture? Why do we use it to treat muscles? What are the benefits? So we'll get into exactly what dry needling is in this um, fifth episode. So you can actually, we talked about the foam rolling exercises that you can check out on the YouTube channel in um, the meantime, but let's get to that fifth tip, which is going to be the K in Spark is going to be keep consistent and train smart with proper progression. So we're really going to start to talk about training as opposed to just the physical things that you can do for your body in order to be healthy as a runner. Because the training component is super important. If you're doing tips one through four consistently every single week, that's great. But if you're not doing the proper training and you're not training with your brain and training smart, then you're going to get injured. It's just inevitable. So a couple of things, teasers, that I can give you right now that we're going to really get in depth in um, episode number six is that you should never increase the number of miles in a week at the same time as increasing your pace or adding in speed work. That is going to overload your body. Running is a great activity in that your body adapts and your body is this amazing temple that can adapt to the stresses that we put on it. But we need to keep those stresses in a controlled manner and not do too much too soon. So an example is adding in kind of a lot of miles or adding in and ramping up your miles. Say you're doing a half marathon training program and you're starting to add those miles in week by week, which you should be, but you've never done speed work before and you read in some article or you saw on social media that you should be doing intervals on a track and you start doing some intervals on a track and adding in that speed work, or you start doing tempo runs, or you start doing fart licks, and that is going to be a recipe for disaster and is usually how I see, honestly, a lot of the runners that I do see who have these acute injuries. So when you're thinking about your training, you want to think slow, proper progression in order to allow your body to adapt to the stresses of running. So your tissues will adapt over time, but you need to give them a chance to adapt. So if you want a cheat sheet of everything that we covered today, um, I will be happy to send that to you. I have that in a little PDF form as some cheat, cheat sheet notes um, of what is covered in this episode. If you want to shoot me an email, write at Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E, at sparkyourtraining.com, which I'll throw in the show notes as well. I'll be happy to send it over to you. And I would also direct you to my blog. I wrote a blog on this topic and actually included the specific exercises at each point. So if you actually just go to sparkyourtraining.com backslash spark blueprint, you can find that blog article outlining all the exercises. I will also drop that link in the show notes below. 
And so wrapping up, guys, what we covered in this episode was really the five tips for healthy running. It's kind of this blueprint, right? The foundation of what you should be doing as a runner for prehab to keep yourself healthy so you don't get injured because that is my passion now is to really help prevent injuries in runners. Don't get me wrong. In my clinic at Spark Physical Therapy, we love being able to get you back on the road so you can heal from your injuries as soon as possible and get you running that race that you have coming up you know, next week, the week after, or a month out. However, I'd rather make an impact and help prevent these injuries from happening to you and kind of empower you to take ownership and in charge of your health as a runner so you can continue doing this awesome sport that we love so much. So wrapping up, guys, these five tips was adding in strengthening exercises. Tip number one. Tip number two, adding in jump training or plyometric exercises. Tip number three, adding in weight-bearing or single-leg exercises. And then tip four was routine, self-mobility, or soft tissue care. And tip number five was keeping consistent with your training, training smart, using your brain, and doing the proper progression. So if you found this helpful, then I would love if you can actually share this episode with a runner friend of yours that needs to hear this. We are going to be having more educational topics as we move forward. Um, If you have a topic that you would like to hear about, I want to hear from you. So please send me a message, either email me, reach out on social media, and I would love to hear what topics you want to hear about. I know I have big plans for this podcast as we move forward. You definitely need to check out the next five episodes, which really take a deep dive into all of the principles that we talked about. So I kept these as the beginning of the podcast because I think this is the most important thing that you can start doing in order to actually prevent these injuries moving forward. As we go on and we go past these kind of spark blueprint, we're going to be doing interviews with other healthcare providers, with other um, experts in the field of running. We're going to be talking about not only your physical health, but also your mental health, your nutrition as a runner, your training as a runner. We'll get into sneaker selection. So we're going to get into a lot of topics on this podcast. And I'm very excited to be able to bring that to you. And I hope that you head over and start listening to our second episode in which we're going to talk about and really get into how we're going to strength train in order to run. So thank you for taking the time to listen. I know you have a lot of great podcast choices out there, and I look forward to running this journey with you. Um, Thank you again. Until next time, stay active stay healthy, and just keep running. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you, and I hope you got a lot of value out of it, and I hope that becoming a healthy runner is as exciting for you as it is for me. I hope you can see that this podcast can not only benefit your running, but your overall health as well. If I said anything, in this episode that resonated with you, then jump over to our free Facebook group called Healthy Runner. I give live trainings in there every single week to the hundreds of members and answer questions directly in there. And I absolutely love hearing your takeaways and your wins from this show. 
More on the show at sparkyourtraining.com for our latest articles, resources, and specific exercise videos I mentioned in the show. You can also head over to any of our social media accounts at sparkyourtraining where I include lots of free content for all the ideas we talked about in the episode. If you have learned anything from this podcast, I would really, really greatly appreciate if you headed over to iTunes and rated and reviewed the show, as well as pass it along to your runner friends so they can have the same ideas and tools that you have. If you have any questions, suggestions, and show ideas, the best way to reach out is through your favorite social media platform. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. So now it's time to strap in and get ready for the next episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast.